Hello everybody and welcome back to Discerning Consciousness. I'm your host Ant and you join me here um, in the New Forest near my home in the UK for the next instalment of my coronavirus musings. So as you can see from the title of this, um, Seductive Lies, what I want to talk about today is the coronavirus in relationship to obviously a very very important issue and that's why it appears that so many people are still believing all the lies that are emanating from the mainstream media, from the government and from so-called um, um, state-sponsored um, or government-sponsored scientists I should say. So. I just want to expand and look upon some of the reasons why so many people still, as I say, believe the lies and also in relationship to that, what what is the nature of truth and what, you know, certainly in a world that's become almost like a, a post-truth world, what, what, what does truth mean? Does it have any meaning anymore? Anyway, if we just start with um, the coronavirus um, and the fallout from it in the last few months. There's obviously been um, a real uh, backlash within the alternative media, uh, which I'm sure um, a lot of you guys like myself have been following, which has been opposing, uh, as I said before, the government, <coughs> the government lies around the coronavirus and, you know, trying to spread the truth, trying to reach out to people, and expose the fact that um, you know a lot of the figures have been manipulated. A lot of people haven't actually died from co the COVID virus, um, but that that's been put down as a reason for their death on um, the death certificate. So obviously the figures are being manipulated. Also, all the lies around uh, which uh, the ways in which the virus is said to be able to spread through the air and on surfaces which is obviously a, a complete lie and a load of nonsense and, and they're just doing that to, to promote um, fear in order to make people more susceptible to believing the lies. So if we start with the, the main fundamental principle of truth as I see it, and this might help to explain why so many people who might well be quite intelligent people just can't see the truth or comprehend the truth of the coronavirus pandemic as it's become known. The most important thing around truth is truth equals responsibility. So once we know the truth about something then we have to act uh, and, that's, and, and that's the element that is the responsibility. So I'll give you an example. So recently, so here uh, a few days ago in the UK uh, some of the uh, schools opened up and there were pictures online of um, teachers and teaching staff um, taking the temperature of children as they arrive at school. And we've probably, you've probably all seen those horrific images inside schools around the world where they're implementing social distancing so the kids can only mix with a certain number of their fellow, uh, fellow um, pupils in small little bubbles as they call them and we've seen the little um, chalk squares or painted squares in the playground where the children have to play. They can't mix, they can't you know, run up to one another and hug and all the normal things that they would do, all the normal healthy bonding things that young children do in a, in a school environment. 
So obviously we had the teaching staff and teachers and headmistresses and headmasters. They're implementing this because they believe that, you know, well, we're doing this because we trust the government and the government are doing this because they want to protect the health of, um, of the school children and us as staff. Now, obviously, if one of those members of staff woke up to the truth and suddenly realised, you know, had a little mini epiphany, and actually suddenly realised, oh my God, this, this is a complete hoax. This is all a complete lie. This has got nothing to do with protecting children, these measures around social distancing. They're all just about control and getting children used to living in a world where they have very little personal freedom and freedom of movement. Now, as I say, if a member of staff suddenly realised that, that'd be quite a horrific thought because they would then have to act from a position of knowing or from a position of truth that would be incumbent upon them to act in a responsible way and either resign or uh, they'd have to at least you know tell their fellow staff members who would probably think they're completely crazy why are you saying this the government wouldn't do this you're completely you're completely bonkers but if they knew what the truth was the responsibility, as I say, the responsibility that would be incumbent upon them would be to act and to stop this outrage, to stop this sort of imposition of a, almost like a, a prison camp in schools. Now, I think that's one of the main reasons why, certainly with regards to this coronavirus pandemic, people can be reluctant to accept the truth because it, it impinges upon them responsibility. Another thing where... Um, I think in in wider society as well, if more people were to comprehend the truth, what would come up, I think for a lot of people, they'd fear the isolation. Because once you know the truth, you have this real compulsion to share it with people, to reveal it to people. It may be that your wife, your husband, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your family or whatever, your work co colleagues, again, they think you're completely crazy or bonkers. How dare you say that? That's what they're likely to say. So, I mean, I've experienced this, and some of you guys have, when you are on the journey of truth, searching for the truth of our existence here on Earth, it can feel very lonely because most people, they just don't want to know, unfortunately. So again, I think another reason why people would rather live with the lies, would rather go along with all the fear and not investigate truth is because they know on one hand, it, it would be very isolating for them because the truth can be quite a lonely place because we don't live in a truthful world. I mean, I'm sitting in beautiful nature and nature is truth as we know. Nature doesn't lie. You know, you just hear it. It just is what it is. But back to the point I'm making, I think for a sizable amount of people who, who may well be intelligent people in other areas of their life, but they're just not prepared to face the truth of the coronavirus because it would lead to a very, potentially, a very, you know, isolated life. And I know from studies that I've done um, in the past when I had that real strong impulse to wake people up, as I've spoken about before, I'm discerning consciousness, it can, it can really, your friends and family can feel threatened by it. If you do it in a very dogmatic way, they might, they, they might want to... You know, if it's a partner, they might leave you, or if it's a family member, they might completely ostracise you, like work colleagues or friends might do. So it can be a completely, I guess what I'm trying to say is, in this context, 
it can be it can completely alter your life and i know myself once you know the extent of the lies within society and and culture at large you tend to try and seek out the others the members of your tribe the other ones that you know can see the truth and that can be a torturous task as well you know so to some degree i i understand and as i said in one of my other coronavirus musings episodes um I've said, you know, we have to be understanding of people who don't want to wake up and see the truth, who resist us, even in a kindly, magnanimous way, trying to present, you know, um, facts, um, you know, trying to just wake them up to the truth. They, they, they can seem very resistant. I think it's important to say, well, if that's how they want to see them, things, that's up to them. Another point I want to make with regards to truth is that what I found is certainly with this coronavirus and other things that have happened in the past that to me at least and to lots of people like you guys probably seem to be an obvious hoax is people will say to me well that's your truth fair enough but I have my truth and what is truth anyway truth is relative so we get into this situation whereby you know people almost mistake opinions for truth so they'll they'll get an opinion, and they'll and they'll believe. Oh yeah, that that opinion. I you know I believe in that opinion. It has some veracity, and then by extension, their opinion becomes the truth. So that's what I meant earlier when I was saying we almost live in a post-truth world now because, well, who can say what truth is anyway? You know, I could present to someone who is, you know, completely supportive of the government stance and the coronavirus and they'll quote government scientists about official figures but I can quote you know scientists who aren't government sponsored who don't rely on government grants or aid for their income and their profession you know and they would just say well well that doesn't that doesn't prove anything as I say they'll just say well that's your truth what 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 how how can you say that these uh, scientists that aren't government sponsored what, what is it about their uh, findings or discoveries that means that they have the truth? And as I've said before, I find that quite a lot. And that's why, I, in the main, I don't try and wake people up. Because you get into this kind of ping-pong, ding-dong of an argument where people are saying, well, I don't, I don't believe your truth. Now, if we look at, if we look at truth um, in a deeper way, for me... As I said before, nature is truth, but also another important, excuse the wind, it's just whipping up, it's quite a um, cloudy day today. The fine weather we've had for the last two months has kind of um, faded away, unfortunately. So I do, so excuse the wind whipping up, just adds to the atmosphere a bit. So another aspect of um, truth, as I said before, uh, I'm sitting in nature and nature is truth. Nature is truth another thing that i feel embodies truth is um is art is amazing art because if you think of an amazing painting by van gogh or salvatore dali or any kind of artist or renaissance artist it has this amazing luminous quality this almost transcendental vibrant quality you know that helps to lift the soul and for me, that is that speaks to truth. Now, another way in which truth has got the veracity of truth has become muddled, I believe, is because of the development of 
the idea of postmodernism, which has grown really as an idea, an ideological, um, has been promoted within society through primarily um, the university system and within academia. Obviously, it's the idea that everything has equal value and we can no longer say we can no longer say for example that a painting by van gogh has any more artistic merit than say um you might remember um so-called arti artist tracy emin she had an art installation which was basically her unmade bed was it which was in the gallery in london i think and eventually sold for a million pounds now in a postmodernist world i know it sounds ridiculous isn't it in a postmodernist world that is said to have just as much value as a painting by Van Gogh. Now, you and I know that that's absolutely, un, un, absolutely unbelievably stupid and ridiculous, but that's the kind of post-truth world we live in. And that's why ideas around, you know, post-modernism are promoted so widely. I mean, I would go so far as to say it's actually an inversion postmodernism is an inversion as is a lot of modern art is an inversion of natural laws or you know higher laws the law of god if you like the irrefutable truths but as i was saying that again just muddies 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 the waters when it comes to the idea of truth because someone might say well i believe you know that Tracy Emin's bed is is a demonstration of her truth, you know. So it does it does get into these ridiculous arguments between people. But I just wanted to raise uh, the thought about postmodernism because it, it relates to how um, it's be it's be become harder and harder to actually identify what what truth means. Another thing I want to cover. Um, just going back to the truth around the coronavirus, the pandemic, and um, it's something that is really important because although a lot of people who are still following the mainstream narrative, we've got a helicopter in the background now, uh, narrative watching mainstream news like Sky News and BBC News here in the UK, not questioning things, I don't think I think for certain types of people who 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 uh, are in that group, I believe if they were exposed to different types of information pertaining to truth, they might be more open uh, to investigating things. I don't think it's just that they're thick-headed. It could be that that they don't have enough confidence in themselves, really, to perhaps you know venture online and look at alternative information sources of information and of course it's made even more difficult by the fact that we now have the great fact checkers you know who are checking sources of information online and whenever you go to say a youtube channel it'll either have an, an, an official national health service website or a world health organization you know website spreading supposedly the truth about the coronavirus so it can be difficult for people in terms of accessing different sources of information, but I think it would, it's, it's, um, it would be wrong of us to think that these people who are following the mainstream narrative are all just stupid and ignorant. I think if they were shown alternative um, sources of information and it was done in a kind of non-condescending way, if they were slightly questioning, then I, I think you know they, they could be opening, they could be open to truth.
and and seeing things in a different way but again you know that comes down to responsibility doesn't it because it's it's quite easy to just you know watch the evening news and think you know well at the end of the day that's just that's just the way the, the way the world is i'm not going to i'm not going to question it and i think it's um with regards to the element of responsibility it's kind of like a subconscious thing we don't think oh right well if i investigate truth you know it's gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to act in a responsible way, and my life's gonna completely change because I'm gonna have to, you know, go out there and tell people about what the truth is with regards to the coronavirus. I think that's happening, um, largely on a, an unconscious level. The other um, aspect about truth and the nature of truth is, which I want to bring to your attention, is if you think about it, if you've ever been in an, an abusive relationship. Uh, in a romantic loving relationship or if you've ever been in an abusive uh, relationship with a friend or perhaps even uh, with a member of your family or work colleague you can you know when you're when you're living in that situation when you're living in the dynamic of it it feels so awful doesn't it it feels so um, you feel it um, feels so obviously very anxiety inducing and because you know the truth and the truth is you need to get out of this situation you need to speak your truth to this person so in a romantic relationship or it could be that the your partner or whatever's been um, abusive towards you towards you maybe physically or there uh, might be they might have narcissistic personality traits it could be that a work colleague is taking advantage of you and you keep avoiding having that truthful that truthful one-on-one -on -one conversation because it is it can be really hard to speak our truth now the point I want to make is when we do though, when we do find ourselves and we've and we've you know uh, got the bravery together and we've left an abusive relationship or we've spoken our truth to a work colleague or say a friend, you know, I always know from my own experience when you've spoken your truth, subsequently you get a thing of feeling much lighter. You know that expression when people say, oh, I feel much lighter now. I don't feel so burdened. I don't feel like there's this sort of metaphorical pressure on my head or my shoulders. So again, what I'm trying to demonstrate here um, is the power of truth. Because, you know, the physical, physiological response when we act in a truthful way is incredible. You know, the body, we really feel it. As I say, we feel this this lightness you know and we feel like wow we can actually you know we can actually take on anything in the world you know all those projects that we put on the back burner or you know an interesting career change or start a business once we've you know moved out of a damaging situation where we weren't able to speak our truth and then once we spoke our truth we could we could get ourselves you know out of that situation it is it's, our lives can completely turn around something else that i want to add around the idea of truth and why lies remain so compelling uh while the lies around the coronavirus i should say remain so compelling is because if you think about it as human beings i know i do we do lie to ourselves a lot think about it you know we tend to because of the schooling situation um because of the schooling situation I should say and and how we're taught from a very young age to see ourselves as just these small little you know we're just the ordinary people walking about this planet you know rather than teaching our divine you know the fact that we have the spark the essence the god spark within us you know we're made of 
We're made of, you know, the stuff of the stars and the universe. And uh, we, we lose sight of that fact. So as we grow up and, you know, we become uh, adolescents, then we grow up into adulthood, we, we, we lose sight of the magnificence of who we are and our being. And, and what I mean in terms of lying to ourselves, we tend to downplay our talents. We tend to downplay um, what we're capable of. So we lie to ourselves in that way. And we also, you know, we lie to ourselves about thinking, well, um, you know, we might go on a diet regime and, and then think we can carry on eating the foods that, you know, we know are unhealthy. So we can, we can lie to ourselves in, in that way as well. But in the main, I feel that we, that we lie to ourselves and downplay our potential to be amazing, our potential to, to give of our skills, our potential to, you know, to give to this world our innate skills and talents, what we're actually here for. So I guess the point I'm trying to say is when it comes to things like coronavirus and, you know, the reason why people believe a lot of the government lies is because we do lie to ourselves. You know, we lie, you know, late at night when we're lying there, we, we lie to ourselves. We don't actually comprehend the magnificence of our being. So that's why I just remember, you know, when you uh, are getting frustrated with friends or family members, I know I do all the time. Who, who just don't want to shift and just who will just keep swallowing, as I said, the mainstream lie. You know, remember that. We're all, we're all vulnerable in that regard. Sorry about the winds just picking up again here now. We're, we all do lie to ourselves, um, you know, quite a lot. And as I said, it's normally about downplaying our magnificent potential um, that we have as human beings. Anyway, I think I'll round it up here uh, now as the wind's pick, picking up. It's probably a good time. Um, I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope you are um, thriving in the midst of the coronavirus, still lockdown and so ridiculous social distancing, uh, police state uh, dystopian measures. I hope you're managing, you know, to find your bliss in the midst of it all and you're being creative. So just again with the promo stuff, um, there is a Discerning Consciousness Facebook group now and people are contributing every day and also we have a Facebook page. So if you want to contact us here, contact us here at Facebook, uh, you can message us on the Discerning Consciousness Facebook page. Please do press the follow button on Podomatic because then you'll get updates of when we post uh, new stuff. And also if you could share uh, this episode on all your platforms, that would be amazing. So thank you all for listening again. Uh, it's really good to get out and do another one of these coronavirus musings and share my perspective with you all. So I'll just leave you with these wise words once again. Remember, folks, if you're not in control of your consciousness, someone else is. Bye for now.